Host Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. So, Stephanie, you told me the name of this podcast, and I'm so psyched. So, I brought the case of beer, and the only problem is I had to drive here, so I really couldn't drink while driving to be able to see double. So, I'm, I'm, do we, do we have to pause now so that, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. That's no? not, that's not it's what not, this is. No, I bought all that beer for no reason, apparently. <laughs> I mean, we can still drink it. Oh, okay. Um, but. It's actually about seeing doubles in shows and movies. Um, and then we're going to talk about it, because that's uh, fun. I mean, that's what we're here. We're talking, so. I like that. Um, so, yeah. Basically, I've lost track of my notes already, so that's fun. <laughs> you know, comes with the territory, I suppose. So, yeah, we're going to... This is a podcast about doubles in movies, shows, whatever. I already said that. Um, so, so, clones. Like, what? Clones, twins. Clones, thank you. Clones, twins, doppelgangers, multiple personalities, robots, uh, every, anything and anything that could be considered a double of some sort is what we're going to talk about. And this is going to be a loosely based list. Sweet. <laughs> How loose? Um, basically anything from a random episode of Buffy to like Fight Club. Oh, cool. So... Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought of that one earlier today, and I thought oh, that was good. That's good. Can't wait um, to do that one. Yeah. But to kick things off, this week we are going to talk about BBC America's Orphan Black pilot called Natural Selection. Oh. Because I love Orphan Black with all of my heart, and it's the best. Orphan Black is probably one of the, my favorite shows in the past several years, and it's over now, and that's sad, but... It's very sad. We don't talk about the finale, though. I mean, it was good, but it's amazing. I can't talk about it because it'll make me too sad. And we're only only on the first episode here. Yes. (laughs) So that would be major spoilers if you haven't seen it, and you should. Um, So, yeah. Do you want to talk about how we discovered Orphan Black and our little tradition that we came up with? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Uh, Well, for me... It was, I watched Doctor Who, and I also watched the Graham Norton show a lot, and Mm -hmm. I saw these commercials on BBC America, and I'm like, this show looks interesting, I'm going to record it. And I did do that, and I never got to watching it, and lucky for me, I got to binge the entire first season in a weekend when uh, I found out that you were also watching the show. I think I had also watched, I think I watched the first nine episodes in like one day, and then I was like, I'm going to savor this, and then I watched the finale the next day. Yes. So, so yeah, I was like in the first season, and then of course had to wait that dreaded full year for the next one to come around, but that's just how good it was. It was just so gripping from the first moment, so maybe, oh, oh well, I guess we'll talk, oh, never mind. <laughs> Babbling. <laughs> Babble away. Uh, and, <laughs> and I guess that brings us to the beginning of the 
first episode. It does. <laughs> it does. Um, a very unassuming girl on a train <laughs> sleeping. Yes, good job. <laughs> being woken by her stop being called out. Uh huh. And the first word Sarah Manning says is shit. <laughs> yep. And then sorry because there was a kid right next to her. Um, and she's just like so. Like, she's pretty punk in general throughout this series, but she's, like, extra punk in this episode. Yes. She's got, like, her fishnet stockings and super intense makeup and terrible blonde streaks in her hair. I mean, they're kind of cute because it's Tatiana. She's cute no matter what, but yeah, they're pretty bad streaks. <laughs> well, they get fixed kind of quick. They do. <laughs> um, And so, yeah, so she gets off the train and she's on this platform and she's on this payphone, but while she's talking to... Mrs. S probably, I assume, on the phone because she's like, I want to see Kara. Yep. Let me see Kara. Blah, blah, blah. Kara's her daughter. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. I think she says that in that phone call. Uh-huh. She's my daughter. I should get to see her. Yes, exactly. But then while she's on the phone, she sees this woman kind of in the distance who's kind of crying. She seems super upset about something. And Sarah's kind of like, huh, that's weird. Yeah. Sarah's very interested in her. Yes. As I was watching this episode over again, it was like, you know, she purposely zigzagged between the pillars of the station to keep an eye on this person, Mm -hmm. which was interesting to me. I mean, she is kind of like the only other person there. So I guess if I saw some lady crying, like even being at the trains here, I'm always like, there's so many weirdos on the platform all the time. So (laughs) you just kind (laughs) of notice that. Not that Beth is a weirdo, but... She's got some. She's got some shit going on. Hey, we don't know her name yet. Oh, I'm spoiler alert. Her name's Beth. Sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, Sarah sees her like take her blazer or her shoes off first, her heels. Yep. And then she like slowly takes her blazer off, and she's just like crying and crying and crying. Folds it neatly, lays yes. it on her shoes. Yes. And then, and Sarah's like walking towards her. This is all in, like, the first two minutes of the whole show. It is. Um, Sarah's walking towards her, and then this woman turns and looks at her face, and they meet They meet eyes, <laughs> and, oh, shit, she has the same face as her. <laughs> she does. And the thing that I took away from that at that moment was uh, Sarah was kind of freaked out by looking at this face, but the other woman who you've spoiled to be Beth. (laughs) It was like she didn't care. It was like she looked at her and it was like normal kind of thing. Like, you know. Yeah, she seems like so exhausted by the idea of seeing another, seeing a person that looked like her. It was a very blank look on her face. She was just like, ugh. And, you know, if you've seen the show, you're just kind of like, kind of know her mental process. We don't find that out till like, end of season four, but still, like, she just kind of looks like, oh, here we go again, kind of thing. <laughs> and then she has a single tear, single beautiful tear rolling down her cheek. Yep, yep. And then Sarah's, like, so confused, just like, what the hell is going on? And then... Beth just walks out in front of the oncoming passenger train. It's so bad. It, yeah. And I really, after this happens, it's obviously Sarah's horrified. She doesn't even scream. She just kind of, like, gasps horribly. And then everyone's like, oh, my God. And everyone else is screaming and freaking out. And the train uh, skids to a halt. And then... um, All of a sudden, there's a ton of people. Yeah, suddenly everyone's out. Um, 
But I just love the way the camera in this part is like pulsating, kind of like it's kind of like her heartbeat. Yes, and it's like weirdly like zooming in on her and like out, like as she's kind of gasping and breathing heavily. And I thought that was really cool. Something I never really noticed before, but yeah, I mean that's pretty. It's a crazy way to start the show. It is a pretty crazy way to start the show. Um. Oh yeah, and then Sarah takes her bag and runs away because I mean. She's like, who is this lady? Why does she look like me? Run away. Yeah, and well, Sarah's also trying to get her uh, daughter mm-hmm. from Mrs. S. And uh, that's how it starts. It's all we know. Yeah, and then we get the interpretive dance music opening. <laughs> yep. Brad always does an interpretive dance to the opening oh, music. I know. It's such good interpretive dance music. <laughs> it's all these beautiful <laughs> petals opening and heads whatever mirroring each other and And dna somewhere something yeah okay i won't do it (laughs) yeah we might have to pay for that. nobody wants to hear me recreate the opening song um so yeah oh yeah i have a here's a discussion question for you brad (laughs) right off the bat sweet what would you do? What would be your next move if you saw someone that turned and looked at you and they had your face and then they killed themselves right in front of you? I uh, <laughs> don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd probably would probably just stand there for about. 70 hours wondering what just happened. Yeah, you wouldn't like go look through this guy's like backpack, for example. I, uh, no, well, you know, I live a pretty simple life, haven't watched (laughs) anybody kill themselves, so I really don't know how I would act in that frame of mind. Yeah. I think I'm a pretty chill guy. I'd probably be cool-headed about it, but freaked out at the same time. Yeah. I feel like I would be in so much shock that I would just end up getting taken into the, like, police and they would just question me all night and then I wouldn't know anything else ever again. I wouldn't find anything out just because I would be like, I'm going to follow the rules and talk to the police. And well, I get I was the impression the that Sarah's not much of a uh, go chat with the police type this of girl. Is true. true facts. <laughs> Plus, she, like she's looking, she's always looking for any out that she can. I mean, of her situation. She's coming back to the city, mm-hmm. wanting to connect with her daughter. Apparently, it's been a while. I don't think ten in, months in that phone call. They did find. Oh, Felix later mm-hmm. says it's been ten, 10 months. months. Yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, you, you immediately. I would think on the run for some reason. Yeah, and then we learn that she. Well, later she meets. So she meets her foster brother Felix at the bar. She's taking this woman's bag. Um... Clearly, Felix is like, haven't seen you forever, and they make fun of each other because they're cute, and they're brother and sister, but they're foster brother and sister, so they're not yep. related. But they kind of basically grew up together, um, so they have a very cute little rapport going on. Um, but, uh, as Georgia would say, <laughs> 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 trying to look through my notes, <laughs> that's Georgia Hardstark that I'm referencing. <laughs> um so yeah, she. We learned that Sarah is on the run after her and her boyfriend Vic got in a fight. Um, she clocked him in the head with an ashtray, or he's basically she says she hit him first this time, which is you know just a great indicator of their relationship. <laughs> yeah, it might have been a little abusive, you might say. <laughs> and she stole his big old bag of coke. Also, <laughs> great. Yep. I don't. 
They sell Coca Cola in a bag. <laughs> oh, Brad, you're so innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> um, so she has this. She wants Felix to sell the Coke for her so that she can take the money, and then they, and then she, Felix, and Kira can just run off into the the fantasy world that she thinks is out there for them. Yeah, but it wasn't like one big thing. I think you know Sarah has no idea what's going on, and she uh, that too. She, she actually says, I think she says to Felix at one point, uh, she wonders if she had a twin sister. Yeah. Since well, she, she's a foster Well, yeah, because she starts looking through Beth's stuff, and, well, she tells Felix, like, I saw a girl kill herself, and he has the greatest reaction, which is just, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Felix is adorable. Um, and then she's like, yeah, she looks exactly like me, and then they're looking through the IDs, and, you know, she has two phones, and that's really weird, and some guy named Art keeps calling her on her ID, call her ID, and then the other phone just has all these unknown numbers, and that's super creepy and weird, and then, yeah, she's wondering, did I have a twin sister? Like, she's a foster kid, so... It's quite possible. Super possible. Um, But then Sarah makes the, you know, great decision to go to this woman's flat. Yes. (laughs) To see what else is in there for her since after after taking out the the wad of cash that Beth had in her we know her name now Elizabeth yes. Child okay. we know her name now yes Elizabeth <laughs> Child <laughs> I'm gonna call, stop calling her the woman because now, I love Beth when did she uh oh it was when she went back to the apartment right when what? did she find out that Beth has all of this money in an account that's like way later is it yeah okay She's gonna, <laughs> you're jumping the head. I'm sorry. I That's just, fine. I, I know she, went, she wanted to go check some stuff out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she goes to the flats. It's just my next note is her trying to take over her life. I mean, that's that's the start of it, pretty much. Well, she goes to the apartment, starts looking through her stuff, and she's trying to, like, she sees that, you know, she has a boyfriend named Paul who's out of town. Um, she's, like, even more freaked out by all these photos of her like oh this is like my face everywhere it's so weird yep um and then she finds out that beth like all her credit cards might be maxed out but she has a 75 she has seventy five thousand dollars in a savings account somewhere Mm-hmm. And payday so then she's like that's better than the 20 grand she was hoping felix could sell the coke yeah, for yeah and then felix is also only gonna get like 10 grand because it's crappy coke yeah well you know I don't know. The, I don't really know I, what is I good I don't or bad. either, but it just, <laughs> assuming from uh, Sarah's ex, uh, I would imagine a crappy person would have crappy drugs. Yeah. And uh, and then Vic comes to, you know, find Sarah shortly thereafter. And those of you who watch Better Call Saul may recognize him as Nacho, even <laughs> though it's the other way around for me. But, you know. Yep, yep. You never know what you're in on someone is, so. Never do. And he's such a different character on Better Call Saul. Yeah, much different character. As on in, Better Call he has his shit together versus this hot mess that is Vic. Yes, Vic. Vic is definitely Vic a hot the mess. The Dick. <laughs> his loving nickname. Uh, yeah. So we get one of my favorite scenes in the whole series. At shortly this, shortly after this, which is our montage of Sarah. Oh, yes. Trying on all the Beth. clothes, watching a video filmed of her running practicing for a marathon paul filming her pole and then she's practicing her voice Mm -hmm. which is very so sarah's natural voice is very cockney cockney yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so what what you would imagine any punk person would say from london even though this isn't set in london but anyway 
And Beth is very nice and reserved-ish. Normal, maybe? Sarah calls them squares. <laughs> okay, she's square. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Bad Girls by M.I.A. is playing, and Sarah's, like, trying all these clothes, and she's dyeing those terrible streaks out of her hair. <laughs> and, um... Cutting her hair and... Trimming it and just basically giving herself a little makeover while also learning how to say, how to talk like Beth, which is just talk like Canadian, I guess. And I believe there's also uh, her practicing the signature off of her uh, yes license. Mm-hmm. After all, we are going to a bank to relieve it of $75,000. That's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of clams. Clams. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> or I should say, you're damn right, because that's what she's saying over and over again in that scene, and I enjoy that. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, at the end of this little montage, she's, like, power walking into this bank. She's got her slinky gray dress on, and she is ready to flirt her way into her $75,000. Well. That's $75,000. Okay, yeah. Or Allison's, technically. But we don't know Allison yet. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah. But she sort of, uh... You know, she offers to leave 500 in the account to keep it open. <laughs> How kind of her. Um, you know, in case Beth comes back to claim it. <laughs> she gets up off that morgue table. Lovely. Um. So, yeah. That's when she gets into the safe deposit box. There you go. Yes. Yes. She pulls a key out of the wallet that she didn't know was there because it was Beth's. And he's like, oh, do you want to see your safe deposit box, too? And she's like, Yeah. Totally. I had no idea I had one. That's not how Beth talks. She flirted. (laughs) She flirted with this guy who also ran, you know, in order to, you know, to get the... uh, I'll sponsor your next charity run. If we can make this happen in like in 24 hours, because he initially told her it would take three days to get that money, because they don't keep that in bank. Yeah. And I, and this is one of those parts where I was like, Sarah, you need to chill out. Like, because she's a really good con artist and clearly a grifter and has been doing this for a while. But she's just like, 50s and 100s, please. And I'm like, girl, calm down. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's like, you'll get the money. Just don't be quite so obvious about it. Because that's a lot of money to put in and then take out all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Not at all suspicious. Yeah, because the account was opened, what, the week before? I think it was like three weeks earlier or something okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Can't go to a drive-thru with 50s and 100s, though. So it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> I don't think Sarah has like... Taco Bell on the brain when she's doing that. Yeah, she's probably more like Burger King or something. Or uh, Tim Hortons, because they are in Canada. They are in Canada. Tim Hort- <laughs> okay, Tim Hortons. Um, oh, yeah. So, so yeah, she finds all of these birth certificates. Um, they're all kind of, the dates of the births are all around, like, March, April, and her birthday's in March, I think. Oh, I should know this. I'm a bad person. I don't person. remember. Uh, I think it's, like, March 31st or something. I'm going to get... People are going to be like, no, it's blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Well, you know, we'll, when we rewatch this fan. series I'm actually one for, of the best fans. When I finish rewatching this series for the third time, and Steph <laughs> is watching it for what I can only imagine will be the 80th time. <laughs> this is true. <clears throat> we'll I try to remember that. named Stacy. Hi, Stacy, because I'm probably going to make you listen to this. <laughs> Whenever she comes to visit me from uh, Connecticut... We plan to do Chicago things, and then what we do is we sit on my couch and we rewatch the entire series in like two days because we have a yep. problem. But yep. that's fine. Yep. <laughs> forget forget United States things or Chicago things, and let's watch a Canadian show. Obviously, it's the best. <laughs> it is the best. What you talking about? 
Nobody really throws it in a boot on the nobody show. Nobody abooted. They? Yeah, no. Nobody abooted. <laughs> nobody abooted anything. It's, it's very Canadian and non-Canadian way. Uh huh. Yeah, they don't ever go to Tim Hortons either. So we're done with the bank. No, but sorry. <laughs> so yes, the birth certificates are on her birthday, and she sees Katja Obringer and Allison Hendricks are the names. The end. That's I all. I thought I there had. were three names. No, it was just those. Just those the two? two. She gets the other ones later. Okay. With the with the case. Okay. You're thinking of Danielle Fournier. We don't we don't know who these people are, but those who are, are these ladies? Two names and no birth certificates and the mystery and the mystery the mystery ensues. So mm-hmm. she she goes back to uh, Beth's flat. Her new yeah her call flat her, her yep. flat it's a flat <laughs> her townhouse and suddenly there's like cop lights coming after her and she's like shit. Yeah, he didn't have the lights on. Yeah, they're, they're, the sirens are going and the little lights are flashing in the back of his car. I just watched it like okay. 20, <laughs> like an hour ago. That's what I get for watching it three days ago. <laughs> That's what I get for procrastinating my homework. <laughs> <laughs> um, And Sarah is like, uh, what? <laughs> she yep. thinks she's been caught by now. Yep. And, and this nice yeah. looking guy gets out of the car and is like come with me and she's like what did I do what are you charging me yeah. with all What's this the charge officer yeah. <laughs> that's a good question I like it <laughs> and he's like don't play with me so that's when I get the impression that this guy knows her <laughs> Suki just jumped in a box yes. Suki is my cat and there's she'll a cat probably, in the box now she'll probably howl in the background multiple times oh now she's out of the box <laughs> She's got them leaps. <laughs> um, so Art. Yeah. So Art. Who, so who's not a cat? All right. Fox. So here's the whole. Uh, you get the. Uh, you know, Sarah's a con artist. Obviously, we we figured this out. She just conned her way into getting a lot of money. Um, she's always on the run, but uh, she gets in the car with this cop. That's all she knows. He's a cop. And, and uh, she knows that somebody, well, she looks down at the paper and sees, you know, Detective Arthur Bell on the paper. And she realizes, she makes the connection in her mind that yep. this is the art that's been calling her exactly. off the hook lately. And so she, instead of calling him Arthur, which would have been super suspicious, she, you know, her brain clicks and she's like, oh, art. Yep. And this is how we know that she's an excellent Connors. Because she totally, as I put in my notes here, uh, she quickly reads the situation, figures out the person is art. And, uh, you know, sort of diffuses that for the moment. Yeah, despite her initial freak out. And he just chalks it up to her just being weird because Beth is, has a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, which we find out way later. <laughs> we have we get a little bit of sprink- that sprinkled in through the first few episodes just because Sarah is Beth for quite a while. She is. Um, and uh, Sarah finds out that Beth was a cop. Yeah, and she's just, like, they park in front of the precinct, and it's just, like, Sarah literally, well, Sarah just goes, holy shite, and that's literally how we all feel, because how are you going to get yourself out of this one, Sarah? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, usually when you're working from the other side of the desk, you don't uh, really know the things that you need to know from the opposite side of that same desk. Right. So it's like, so yeah, so what is your, like, nightmare scenario of... What job would you walk into and just be like, oh shit? <laughs> That's easy. What? What is it? So easy. Uh huh. 
I mean, it's 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 a good job, and people have to do it. Mm-hmm. But you know, if if I had to uh, clean that machine that they use to get metal out of trash, I I would probably have a big problem with that. Yeah, yeah. You're like it, your your coworker picks you up on the street, and you're like, oh no, yeah, they yeah. think it's Dave or something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then next thing I know, I'm in this big barrel thing that smells horrible, <laughs> and I have to scrape all the food off of it because it was separating. Uh-huh. Metals from organics. I've never even heard of this machine. I only know of it because of dirty jobs, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of right now that would be like, I, do, I wouldn't want to do something really smelly. Smelly? I was disgusting. thinking, like, I feel like my number one thing that I would, wouldn't want to do, like, every day would be, like, something like a tax accountant. I feel like just because, I mean, our friend Caitlin does that and she's amazing. Yeah. But Sorry, Caitlin. But I, this isn't a dig at her. She's, that's just where her brain is. That's Steph's just not good at the math. I'm though. bad at math. <laughs> Give me the, I know that it doesn't sound like I'm a good wordsmith over here today. But <laughs> I don't know. We are talking after all through my spit mufflers. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought they were called. What is the real name? Pop. Pop, pop filter. It? I don't know. Filter, spit muffler is a way better name. It's more fun. I will give you that. Like slurper, it's a way better name than a straw. <laughs> legit. It's legit. But yes. yeah, so besides like numbers related stuff, I feel like my other nightmare would be nightmare one would be if I walked, if some doctor was like, "We need you for search for the brain surgery," and I'd be like, "Oh shit!" Uh, <laughs> that would be your total uh, quantum leap moment, wouldn't it? <laughs> It's like, all of a sudden, oh, oh boy. That's what you have to say. I feel I feel like I would pull a Sarah Manning and I would go drink soap in the bathroom to be like, sorry, too sick. <laughs> Sookie playing on whatever she's doing comes in really good on these mics. Sookie is scratching the couch, which she's not supposed to do, and I can't yell at her because I don't want to scare everyone. It's beautifully large in my ears. Thank you, Sookie, for that. She has to make her, make her presence known to she everyone. She does. Um, yeah, so anyway, so yeah, Sarah walks in, and they're like, come on, you gotta go to the meeting, or whatever, and she looks into this room, and there's like ten people seated at a desk, seated at this long table with a little microphone in the middle, and clearly she's gonna be in the spotlight, and she's yes. like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, yep. bye. <laughs> Where she has a wonderful, and, and the, the whole time to this, Art's like, just stick to the story, everything will be fine, obviously Beth was in something weird. We have no idea what's um, going on. We have no on, idea but... what's going on. Sarah takes a moment in the bathroom and has the most ingenious idea ever to get out of whatever she needs to tell her story about, which is why she had to go to the bathroom, because they're like, so tell us what happened. And she does not know what happened. Right. So I gotta pee. Is a great way to get out it of it, It is a think. good way. Yeah. Yeah. I've sure. said that many times. Yeah. Never ever in my or life I, have I said I gotta pee. Or <laughs> I do. <laughs> All but the time. not currently for once in my life. Um but uh yeah. I totally I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> you were gonna talk about how in the bathroom she had a nice mojito. <laughs> yeah. And so at my job we use that same pink soap and I know how horrible it smells, so knowing that that is what she is consuming Yep. Into her body. Yep, drinking soap. All may, almost makes me want to hurl because that's super gross. Be- and it smells. You know why she drank that, right? 
Why? Because it's gross. No, because she said oh shit in front of that kid on the train. So she, she has felt to bad. Wash so she has to mouth. wash her mouth out with soap. It was a very delayed reaction. Yeah. Well, you know, you didn't have soap on the train. <laughs> she got very distracted by the suicide. Yeah, et yeah, and all that fun stuff. Yeah, you know, sometimes you know you just got it when you remember. Mm-hmm. You have to fix it. It's true. And meanwhile, she, before this, she had told Felix to go to get to get out of this whole Vic situation. To go identify Beth's body as her body. And that's where Felix meets the lovely Colin, who becomes kind of recurring over a few times. Um, Does he ever? <laughs> but Did Felix say he was cheeky? He is cheeky. Did he say that, though? I think so. I don't remember if he says it this one. He says it at some point. He says something that was funny about... A guy in the, a in the morgue. I mean, who are these characters? I don't know. Who turns out <laughs> to be, you know, gay. I forget what he said. I didn't he's write just, it down. He's like, I like you or something like that. Yeah, well, maybe like, we could go out for drinks later or something mm-hmm. like that or coffee. And he said, Felix said something funny. I wish I wrote it down, but I didn't. Felix says so many funny things. He does. Um, I'm probably going to need your help on this one. Okay. So I wrote down this note. I took a lot of notes, so. And I don't remember what happened for me to write down this note. Please share. But Felix says something like, uh, this could be your story. And I don't know what he was talking about, but it hit me hard enough that I thought it reminded me of Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. So, I remember now. It's because... Sarah is continuing to freak out about who Beth is, who all these girls' names are, why they all have similar birthdays. And Felix says something like, this could be your story. And he says, because every child, every foster child dreams about finding their family. Ah, okay. So she's, and she's like, I don't care, whatever. Um, Sarah also says something very rude, which she points at a picture of Paul and goes, if that was my boyfriend, I'd shove in front of a train too. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, hey, Sarah. (laughs) Which makes my next note all that much better. (laughs) Which is what? Well, after making herself sick and throwing up on the table to get out of the interview that she doesn't know what's going on, Uh she goes home and then uh, Paul's back early. Oh, yes, he certainly is. Oh, yeah, and then he says something super rude, too. So, And he's like... Because Sarah's, like, wearing, like, a little class shirt, which I own, because, of course, I own it, because I have a problem. I should have right. worn it. I'm said I'm wearing Riverdale shirt. Um, but Such a, like, you know, everybody watching this podcast now is going to know that your heart wasn't in it. I have my Orphan Black bracelets on. Okay. And my Casima glasses People I wear watch every podcasts. day. I know, so they Because we're not doing know. video. I mean, I'm totally wearing my class shirt. How would you ever know? <laughs> nice save. Um, so... Yeah, so she's, like, her hair's all curly, and it's, like, she's just a hot mess, as Sarah is. Um, I love her, my precious hot mess. Um, And he's, like... How did the thing go? How's the thing go? And he's, like, what are you wearing? Yeah. And she goes, the Clash Rock. And he's, like, yeah, but you don't. (laughs) Like, (laughs) rude, Beth must have been a little square. (laughs) So Sarah was right the first time. And then he's, like... And then my, my other favorite thing about... Sarah being Beth is she just says these things and everyone just kind of goes along with it and accepts it and they're all just so help like so helpful with her trying to figure out being Beth like there's this this one like right before 
this next stuff happens where he's like, what's up with your hair? And she's like, oh, uh, I guess I got it cut. And <laughs> he's like, it's longer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, uh. And then she just makes out with him to distract him. Yep. That's, that's my note. <laughs> Yep, diffuse an awkward conversation with your doppelganger boyfriend by having sex seems like a good choice. It worked. It did. She boned him right on that kitchen counter. He was none the wiser. She has a nice booty. He has a nice booty. There's lots of nice booties in that house. A lot of good booties, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one hell of a way to evade uh, interrogation. Mm Mm-hmm. But. And then where do we go? Then we go back to Felix's in this point? Oh, wait, no. But there's, uh, sorry. I just remember there's, speaking of helpful people. The part the next morning where she's waking up and then he's trying to bone her again and she's like, hey, buddy. I'm going to the gym. Um, just trying to go to the gym and then she's like, I can't find my keys. And he goes. <laughs> Did you look in the thing? Did you check the thing where they always are? That's like my favorite. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> yeah, I totally checked the thing where they always are. <laughs> so he goes to the thing. Guess what's in there? Her keys. The keys, yeah. Of course. To a very nice car. But yes, so, yes, you're correct. Then Sarah has the money from the $75,000. Well, she goes to, uh, we forgot something. What did we forget? Oh, before Sarah got picked up by Art, there was a car parked across from her flat, flashing its brights. Yeah. No clue what that is. I think it also had all tinted windows. It did. It's pretty. It was right before Art drove up to yell at her. So all these people are helping her out, and apparently there's somebody trying to warn her about something. And she has no clue. So yeah, so Sarah takes that wonderful Benzo, not Benz, sorry, it was a BMW, right? I think it's a I'm BMW. Not the, I'm not a car person. This isn't I don't a car know. podcast. I think it was a BMW. <laughs> Goes to the bank and she, yeah, she gets makes the money. a sizable withdrawal <laughs> and, and donates to, to Dude's Run. I We assume. No, she like took some cash and gave it to him and oh, said good luck. She? Yeah. I totally remember this. I don't remember. I that might at be all. wrong, but I totally remember <laughs> Maybe it. You just wish that happened. I think it did happen. <laughs> she touched. I, she does wish him good luck on his next run. Or I next. She just had the money, and she didn't. I, I think th- she took a little bit of it and gave it to him while she was right. putting it in the bag. Maybe I was distracted. And then said, "Good luck on your next uh, marathon." I'm assuming is what he was running. Charity run. Charity run. That's it. Exactly. Charity run. I mean, she tells him she's going to sponsor his next charity run. Right. And I think she did it right then and there. Okay. I don't remember that part. Well, if it's wrong in the next podcast, I'll apologize for my error. <laughs> we need our own. We'll, we'll double down. That's what we'll call it. All right. Doubling down. We'll double down errors. and fix our mistakes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so... So yeah, Art has been following her as she goes to the bank and then goes to Felix's, and I really like this random steam bath man that's in the shot this whole scene. <laughs> He's just like wearing a towel and he just like pulls the screen down you're like, okay, there's a steam yep. bath man. Yep. Um, that has nothing to do with the actual episode, I just think it's funny. It's the only time we ever see him. It is the only time in the whole series. Felix lives him. above a steam bath. He has a sweet loft, which... Which, literally that steam bath is like a storage garage thing. Yeah. It was really weird. Yes. Creepy. Probably probably not a not super legal or something. I don't know. Who knows? Well, I don't know if it's not, not super legal, it shouldn't have a big steam bath sign That's out true. in front of it. But. If it has happy endings, we don't know that though. I'm going to imagine it was not the nice part of town. 
Probably not. I don't think Felix, the other grifter, would live in the nice part of town. But his loft is so nice. It is, and this is where we get to see Felix painting? I believe he was painting. He was painting when, that was when Vic came over. And he told Vic about, we, we skipped it. Oh, did we? Yeah, because after he goes and meets Colin and identifies Beth's body as Sarah, and is very ridiculously dramatic about it, then he goes home and he's painting the beautiful portrait of Sarah with, like, the crosses over her eyes. Right, right. And then that's when Vic shows up and he's, like, sits there and he's like, Sarah's dead. You killed her. Crying. <laughs> you killed herself because yeah, we, of you. Yeah, we need to throw her a thing. And then Vic is like, I don't believe you. You're lying. And then he takes her to, takes him to see her body. And then Vic cries all over Beth's body, which, sorry, Beth. <laughs> well, you know. What I took away from that entire thing, yeah, I do remember all that. Yeah. But uh, it's you know it was my third time when I watching this, maybe fourth, mm-hmm. watching this particular episode. Uh, it's the first time I realized that Felix was wearing a thong. Yeah. Yeah. It's right there. Mm-hmm. Of course. All cheeky. He's very cheeky. Yep. Especially in a thong. Sarah also says a very sad thing when she when Felix reports to her that they're having a funeral, where she says something like, "The whole sad point." was that nobody would notice if I died. And I was just like, oh, that's so sad. It's like she has such a sh- shite life right now. And it's well, like your daughter would notice if you died, and so would Mrs. S, and so would Felix, and probably Bobby. Oh, the waitress? Mm-hmm. Yes. They would all care. I love Bobby. She's very... Sorry, un- the bartender? She's a very underrated random character that's there randomly. Yeah. Um... This anyway. is more I've missed, apparently. Anyway. So, while Sarah's running up to the loft, which I wish I could live in... Oh, that I forgot. That bring, I had a point there, which was, why would Felix want to run away with Sarah when he lives in that really nice loft? <laughs> and he has so many boys just coming to his house all the time, and he can paint and bone and do drugs. It sounds yep, like a pretty yep. sweet setup for him. Yep. Anyway. I don't know. Maybe, uh... Family dedication. It's fine. Maybe as cockroaches or something. I thought you were going to say something very different. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your mind out of the gutter. Only Rachel says that word when she calls people cockroach. She calls Sarah a cockroach. We don't know about her yet. I mean, who is this character that I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway... So Felix, okay, so while Sarah's up in the loft, Art has been following her, and he gets out, and then he breaks into her car and steals all her money. What the hell? Yep, Slim Jim and everything. Like, that's real. okay, I love Art. I think he thought Beth was going to run. He definitely thought Beth was going to run, but I still, I'm going to say, I don't think that justifies what he did. Like, that's, you can't just steal your friend's money. Well, we will probably figure out why later. But I'm just saying, without your background information... That's like, I remember when I first watched the show being super annoyed with Art, like, why is he doing this? Like, even if he knew that was Beth, like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, I think the first time I watched the episode, I I thought he was like this bad guy now, and I didn't Mm -hmm. know what to think, and... It took me a couple episodes to really like Art once I realized he was genuinely caring about her rather than being weird and creepy and... Because, I mean, I guess that was just part of them laying out the mystery of who everybody was. So, I guess in that way, I appreciate that. Yeah. I love art. He is wonderful. Um, so, yeah. So, Beth's up in the loft. 
Oh, sorry, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> if only Beth Sarah <laughs> is up in the loft, and uh, she sees that Felix did not heed her wishes and is throwing a memorial service. On Shite Beach. Yep. Yep. And there's all these people there that we see this one time and we'll never see again. Rockabilly Bob is my favorite. <laughs> and Sarah has a comment, or maybe it's Felix. She's still Rockabilly after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it because they're like, Vic is reading this like beautiful statement about Sarah, but he's really bad at reading. So it's yeah. like very clipped and, and then, um, uh, and then, yeah, Felix is, like, on the phone with Sarah while they're having her memorial service. And, right, just and he's making jokes about everybody. Making jokes about everybody while he's walking around them. <laughs> <laughs> and Vic's like, come on, man. I'm trying to do this. We're trying to have a beautiful thing here. <laughs> and then, while on the phone... Uh, all the poop hits the fan. <laughs> all at once. Just, like, just a ton of it just came at the fan. The fan seized up and the whole world was ending... And Sarah was saying her beautiful, beautiful words, shite, shite, and 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 this car comes barreling down the dirt road. That is quite a visual you have painted. Thank you. <laughs> my words are my canvas. <laughs> I think your words are your paint. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Didn't say I was good at things. I, you're good at so many things. Um, and who is it? Mrs. S. Yep. We get to see Mrs. S. And she has little baby Kira with her. Yep. Yep. And, and Sarah's so like, no, so no, 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 no. She can't think I'm dead. She can't think I'm dead. Which is and probably the first crying. time that we really get to see that. We, we know that Sarah obviously cares about Kira. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time you actually get to see Sarah being really emotional about that. And knowing that there's this true bond between her and her daughter. Yeah. Even though she skipped out for ten months. With Vic the Dick. My theory about that is she got into some shit or some shite. Yep. With <laughs> with Vic. Uh-huh. Like maybe drugs, whatever. And so it was safer to leave Kira with Mrs. S and leave. And then, then try to get away from Vic. And then try to get away from Vic. Then drag Kira along into her crazy mess. I'm not giving Sarah a pass for what she did because it's still really crappy that, you know, Kira didn't have her mom for so long. It's true. But. Sarah had a particular set of skills and needed to use them. Yeah. I mean, if you can, if you're a con artist, you probably don't want to just like get a job at Tim Hortons. (laughs) Yeah. No, definitely not. (laughs) I'd rather just con my way into everything. (laughs) Welcome to Tim Hortons. Can I get you... Whatever we sell at Tim Hortons. (laughs) Bloody hell, what can I get you? (laughs) I think it's coffee and donuts and stuff. Is that what Tim Hortons is? Yeah. Wouldn't know. I've had some uh, Tim Hortons K-Cups before. Really? For my Keurig. Wow. (laughs) It's not very good. You don't think so? No, not very yeah, good. My, my only I mean, run-in. If you want to sponsor us, my only run-in with Canada was when I was up there for camping with a gaming group. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's when I realized that Crown Royal is made in Canada. The rum. It's uh, whiskey, I think. Whiskey. But 
Okay. It, uh, it doesn't come in the neat little purple bag that you get it down here. Oh. So I was looking all over the liquor store. Couldn't find it for the life of me. It was just sitting on the shelf like any other bottle. Didn't, mm-hmm. re- didn't realize it. Interesting. Then, yeah. I My experience with Canada is one time we were driving to Yomacon in Detroit, I think. And we were driving all night. And somehow we took a wrong turn. And up in the distance, out in the distance, whatever, um, there was this big sign that said, Welcome to Canada. <laughs> We were like, oops, <laughs> that was bad. That was the I think wrong we way. We took a wrong I think turn we went a at too Albuquerque. Far north. So then we turned around. But I've never actually been to Canada. I would like to go to Toronto and go to it's all It's weird. These. Everybody's has Canadian flags. I mean, so weird. They have their country pride. And they drive in kilometers. That's weird. And they have great health care. How weird. That's just sad. <laughs> You have to drive in kilometers and have good health care? What is coming of that nation? (laughs) We love you, Canada. And you have to be kind of French. That's only in one part. You don't have to be French everywhere. I want to go to Toronto. I want to go to all the filming locations. Well, maybe we'll have to have uh, on the road trip and we'll have to be live. (laughs) Well, we won't be live. (laughs) Live from us standing in front of this building. I think I see uh, Tatiana Malaysia. Yes, I do. She is walking down the street here. Let's see if we can get a word. <laughs> hey, guys. It's me, Tatiana. <laughs> I know I sound a lot like your podcast says, but it's really me. <laughs> so, so yeah, funeral, Mrs. S, Kira. Sarah freaking, Sarah out, freaking out. Runs back to her car. And then, even more shite. <laughs> it's the fan. <laughs> we get to meet another person with the same face. Oh, snap. But everything's going to be cool. Yeah, it's totally fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, she's a little sick. She gets into the car. She's like, hey, Beth, how's it going? Why aren't um, you answering my calls? I'm coughing a bunch. Don't I worry thought- about the blood on my tissue. It's totally fine. I'm 100% healthy. Everything's yep, great. Yep, yep. I kind of want to see your scientist friend, though. So if you could yep. hook that up for me soon, that would be great. Yep. But also in a German accent, because yep. I don't want to Yep, be her name was, uh, Katja. was her name? Katja. Katja, yeah. Katja Obringer. And then, Obringer. uh... Obringer? I can't remember. Then that lovely conversation all comes to an end when Katja gets shot in the head by a sniper. Oh, but also she says the poem first. Oh. She says... I didn't catch this. She says, just one, I'm a few, no family too, who am I? And, and Sarah, Sarah doesn't didn't answer, know the answer. So she says, you're not Beth. And then she gets, in the head. Yep. Kaboom. So now the game's afoot. The game is afoot. We have one lookalike standing in front of a train. Dead. Another one standing in front of a bullet. <laughs> she probably didn't <laughs> she make that choice, though. She was sitting in the backseat of the bullet. <laughs> okay, she was sitting in front of a bullet. <laughs> and then Sarah is... You know, rightfully freaked out, and she's covered in blood. Her car is covered in blood. Yep. The gunshots are still happening. I don't yep. know how nobody at this funeral is noticing this. Uh, yeah, maybe They're like right across the, the probably way. a silencer. Maybe that'd be my guess. That person that's shooting at her would know that. So yeah, they would. And so. then we have. Uh... And then her phone is just ringing off the, the the pink phone that she has that had these weird text messages just ringing off the hook. No, actually. 
as she's driving away, not looking at the road, which I got to say, good driving skills, way to go. Uh, she notices that Katya has the same oh, yes. phone and it was ringing. It was ringing first. And then immediately after it stopped ringing. Yes. You her are. phone started ringing. Correct, sir. And uh, another unknown number. Yeah. And we get to end this wonderful episode with Sarah picking up the phone. And, and that's uh, about it. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Cut to credits. The show's over. Go home. Not this one, though. Keep listening. Nothing to see here. <laughs> move along. Move along. Yeah. Cool. It's a really good. So, yeah. So, what do you think um, works so well to kind of give us this weird doubles mystery? Well, they cast the perfect group of many actresses to play three characters in this episode. Uh-huh. Yes. The triplets. The triplets. <laughs> They're clearly all different people. Tatiana Maslany, uh, Datiana Maslany, <laughs> and... Uh, Katiana Katiana yeah. <laughs> Uh For me, well, number one, it's the whole mystery of who this person was. Mm-hmm. So for for Sarah initially it was easy. I'm going to get a cash payout, gather my daughter and my brother and get away from Vic and GTFO. we'll be set somehow on $70,000 or 75 well, I will see. She was going to leave 500 in the account, so that would be 74,500 and who knows what she Good gave job, for the Matt. charity run. You know, so let's let's say $74,000. That works. And that was going to set them up for life. Sounds good to me. I mean, it must be really, really inexpensive to live in Canada. Yeah. But anyway, to uh, finding out that uh, you're trying to take over the life of a cop. Uh, somewhere who, in that... Who also... Yeah, so we also learned that Beth is... Shot somebody with a phone. She's she's shot a civilian named Maggie Chen. We don't know anything about anything more than that. Yep. And the psychiatrist is like, what made you go from phone to gun? So we know she shot somebody, and apparently her story was she thought she had a gun. Yes. And apparently was having a bit of a breakdown. Yes. As was... And, like, Paul says something vague to Sarah about, oh, like, you're not taking your meds, so you're actually feeling something. So clearly... And Sarah, while rummaging through the cabinet, sees all these pills and stuff anyway, so... Yep. Beth's definitely got some issues. Yep. Well, you would imagine so. I mean, she did, you know. She's a cop. She's probably new, seeing all these people's faces. She thought she was Spider-Man and could stand in front of a train and win. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no. The Hulk? <laughs> Who stands no. in front of the trains? No, I'm just saying no. That's not what she thought. Oh, Okay. It's definitely Peter Park. <laughs> Spider-Man. Um, yeah, I think that in terms of... A lot of pilots are kind of shaky. They but are. I think this is a super, super strong pilot. Yeah, I remember after watching that first episode, I was kind of bummed that I had to stop myself right there this time. I'm like, oh, credits. Yeah, I was like, nope, keep but going. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> it, that, you know, you just, okay. Somebody that looks like you killed themselves. That person was a cop. Somebody that looks like you, meets you, figures out that you aren't who you're pretending to be, gets shot. Answer the phone that you both had, roll credits, 
I mean, that's a definite, mm-hmm. I need to see what's happening next right. week. I mean, that's an ultimate cliffhanger. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they hook you in, like, the first five minutes. If you don't want to keep watching, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> and I will judge you forever. <laughs> no. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> it's a great show. It is a great show. Um, what does, what maybe doesn't work in this episode? I feel like I love everything, so it's really hard for me to be critical, because I just love Orphan Black so much. I feel like maybe the only thing is they didn't know who Sarah was yet all the way, because I feel like she's pretty different in the pilot than she is kind of later on, but it could just be character development. It could be. But like I said, I think she's like super punk in this episode, and like even her clothes are so different than they are like when she gets really punk again later on. Yeah, well, you know, maybe she was living out of a very tiny bag, and and only had that one t-shirt with those leggings and <laughs> she maybe had to run real fast out of that the wherever she was with Vic at so yeah I don't know I'm literally just grasping because I don't have any issues I my only this. question is how big was that ashtray I mean oh yeah she clocked him real good yeah he had to, Vic had to get stitches he did Felix was very excited about that I'd say it was a a good mystery mm-hmm. a good start to the mystery that yeah. continued on for five seasons Yep, that you have no idea what, like, at this point, we still have no idea what's going on in this series. Yeah. We know that there's two women that look like her that are obviously... Three. Two women that we know of. Oh, including her. Yeah. Or no. Two women that look like, not including her. (laughs) I told you I'm not good at math. I'm speaking from the, okay, I'm Sarah. (laughs) I get it, I get it. There's two women that look like her. (laughs) You don't look like her. (laughs) <laughs> and we've got Beth, who has your very, very civil voice going on there. You yes. know, she's a normal, straight, narrow... She's a square. Square, yeah, okay. <laughs> Sarah's obviously punk to the nines. Punk as hell. Yep. And then you've got Katya, who is Russian? She's German. German? Mm-hmm. German. She's the German. So, it's like, uh, how? What's happening here? Like, they're three totally different people yeah. that all look the same. Mm-hmm. So, so like, what's going on? You could say on? sisters, you could claim something like that, but... But, yeah, you wouldn't be that far away from each other. Yeah. Hi, you're the ugly triplet. We're going to send you to Germany. <laughs> Enjoy. Right. And there's death and murder. Lots of death and murder. And there's a shady cop stealing money from her. It would seem. But we love art, actually. We do. Later we figure out that art is the the bomb dizzle. Art is the bomb dizzle. So, I can't think of anything... I mean, obviously, this one episode made me want to watch more and more and more. And And keep rewatching it over and over again. Yeah, because it's so good. And then eventually we developed... Orphan Black Label Thursdays because BBC aired. I think it was we did that in season four or three. Right, when it was airing on Thursdays. So I'd... I'd come hang out with Stephanie. We'd watch some more from Black with some uh, Black Label whiskeys. Yeah, because you needed it by the time season four rolled around. You did. Because it hurt you deeply. It, it, it hurt me weakly and deeply. Yep. And, um, it's a great show. You should I watch it. But I begged it for more. <laughs> yes. Ignore the hurt. <laughs> Unless you like being hurt. Some it, of you are probably masochists out it'll there. It'll cleanse your soul. It will cleanse your soul. And then it will punch you in the face. <laughs> Rip your heart out and step on it. <laughs> But then also make you laugh a lot. But you, 
Felix is in it. I mean, and, it's the and only Allison, thing you can do is laugh with Felix. And Donnie and Crystal and Helena. Oh, so much good stuff coming out. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we'll get we'll probably get back to Orphan Black at some point. I think maybe we'll we'll see we'll see what happens here. We will, but we're gonna we're gonna mix it up. We're not gonna just focus on one show. Yep. Or one thing. So next time we'll probably do something different. I'm thinking about an episode of the X Files. It's kind of percolating in my brain right now. Okay. Um, and also I need to kind of cleanse my palate after the season 11 premiere of X Files was very upsetting to me. So I'd like to get back to the OG season one where everything is pleasant and fun and whatever. And there's doppelgangers apparently. There are actually we're gonna do clones again. Yes. Technically clones. Clones are the best. Yeah. So, so in case fun. you guys didn't figure it out, this show is all about multiples. Doubles. Doubles, triples, quadruples. Quintuples. Quintuples. Sorry, I touched that thing. This, Stephanie was just playing with the uh, spit muffler. <laughs> the spit muffler. Apparently. Um, she wanted to get up and close and personal with it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned. I think we're going to do this every couple weeks. Every two weeks. And I was thinking uh, to release on every Tuesday. Because it's a two. Get it? Oh. I'm so funny. I'm so clever. <laughs> that was a good laugh. That was a good... You're good. The appropriate laugh for that joke. You're that good. That really stupid joke that I made. <laughs> oh, that was really good. So, yeah. If there is anything that you... Any show or movie or whatever that you would like to see us... We'll see. Listen to us cover. You can follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. And also tell your friends. Or you can email us at, um, where did it go? I didn't copy-paste it down here. cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. You can, we also would love to hear your own doppelganger stories. If you have experienced some weird thing in the in the wilderness, not maybe, or in the street. It doesn't have to be in the woods yeah. somewhere. I've personally never experienced any sort of <laughs> doppelganger thing with me, but I've heard stories of people thinking that I was somebody else somewhere, so. Yeah, I've had some pretty weird things, but I'll save those for... Another time, maybe. maybe and if you we'll want to read off. my rants, I'm at Brad Barth on Twitter. And I'm at Steph plus Verb. So yeah, you can either follow both of us or... Just check out our... Please follow our podcast. Yes. Please. Please do it. And uh, we'll be <laughs> back in a couple of weeks. And, uh, and thank you so much for listening to us ramble about Orphan Black. Yeah, let us know what you think. Bye. 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 <laughs>